three. You know what makes women stupid is college. Jesus was not a bartender. Hi, man. Two. You have lost your mind. Long tongue heifers have given me a lot more trouble than heifers wearing breeches. And you know that. Say amen right there. One. Let me tell you something, bozo. They'll be selling frosties in hell for this boy. Put on a pair of pink underwear. Amen. I sucked my thumb till I was 14 years of age. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Fundamentalist Podcast. This is JC, got my buddy Brian. How are you, man? How's it going, JC? Doing great. Good. How's Danville, Virginia right now? You know, it's it's rainy and it's crazy, but no one told January that it was supposed to be winter. So we're like <laughs> 70 degrees and rain. It's insane. Everybody's getting sick and you've been sick. Man, I have been flat on my back for a week. Like it started last Sunday. I started getting this cough and then it just hit and my wife, zero compassion. She said I had the man flu. I was like, I'm dying. I'm telling you, but I went, went to the doctor, got a shot, man. It was great. So oh, wow. this is the second day that I've been vertical. So I'm excited to, uh, I missed all the rain. We had a storm come through the other night, man. And it, it about blew us over for four minutes. It was crazy. I was down at, uh, I got up and went to Little Caesars to get the kids pizza and it hit. And I looked at the ladies that were in there and I said, well, we're going to ride this storm out at Little Caesars. <laughs> it was, uh, it was interesting, needless to say. So, well, did your wife tell you what my wife tells me that when, when men get sick, we are total babies. Oh, hundred percent. 100%. And then she got sick two days later, and I was like, mm, no compassion coming your way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gave her a lot of compassion. Well, hey, as you can tell, we're missing one. Have You you know where Nate's at? No, I think he's MIA. Uh, he told his story last time, and he's like, I'm out of here, deuces. <laughs> uh, I did my part. Yeah. No, Nate had some family things that had to come up tonight, and so uh, we're coming on here because we promised you we're going to release an episode the first and the third Wednesday of every month, and uh, we wanted to keep that commitment. Uh, looking forward to next week. Uh, Brian is going to be sharing his story, and uh, Brian, I'm excited to hear your story, man. You want to give us a little teaser? Yeah, you know, basically my story is going to be that I was born into the home of an independent Baptist pastor evangelist, spent every night of my childhood and my teenage years going from one church to another to another, exposed to all the craziness, living under the weight of, you know, the performance issues of pleasing my dad. That's what sin meant to me. Yeah, And uh, just basically my story is going to be not only the negatives of that, but the positives of that and how, you know, God brings beautiful things. Well, think about it. He, he grows a rose from a thorny brown stalk. Right. So God does amazing things. And, and my story is not one of resentment, but it's, it's one of hope and what God's done in my life. And uh, I'm looking good. forward to sharing who I've been and who I am and how I'm continuing to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. That's good. I think one of the things you're going to realize as you hear our stories is that fundamentalism, it's a lifestyle. I don't think we realize that, but it it is. Fundamentalism is not simply a creed that we memorize or a good thing gone wrong. It's who we are. And when we say fundamentalism or legalism, it, it can sound dramatic, I know, but I think it's true is that we are legalism. You know, we're, we're born into it. I, I You just said I was born into it. I, I love the little saying that you, you say, and I'm not going to give it away, but it's real catchy about being independent Baptist born. And I, I, it's surprising to many that recovering from legalism is not a simple journey. 
Healing no, is far more complex path than what most of us anticipate. Would you agree with that? Oh, true. You know, for me, it was ordinary. I yeah. didn't know we were different. As a matter of fact, um, I can remember when I was young, JC, I actually believed everyone was a Christian. Yeah. And any time we met anyone who wore a suit or a dress, um, like one specific memory, I went to the bank with my dad. And, you know, in those days, you know, people in those professional fields, they wore suits, they wore dresses. And we would walk into the bank, and I can remember thinking all of these people are Christians, just like us, mm. just simply on the basis of the way they were dressed. It was just an ordinary life for me. Yeah, legalism, I, I think it affects the deepest part of who we are. I mean, our spiritual selves, it involves our core being, everything that uh, what we believe to be true about the world, about who we are, about our relationships with others, about our worldview. Legalism had a way of forming that. And uh, I know in Nate's story, as well as going to hear it in your story and in my story, and uh, I'm excited. I, I think one of the things we want to make sure that we're, we're careful about is that we don't become IFB bashers. I know that's not mm. my intent, and I know your heart, Brian. That's definitely not no. your intent at all would you agree oh true and i think i think people are shocked so far you know i've been loving all the feedback that we're getting and i hope the people who are listening right now will continue to share their stories and continue to correspond with us but one of the things i've been hearing over and over again people are surprised that the conversation we're having is deeper than they expected yeah you know there may be other people who try to start podcasts or whatever around this same subject but i think our approach makes us unique, you know, that we do want to encourage people, uh, that that we want to offer hope, that we, we want the beauty in our story to be seen. And, and so the people I've been hearing from are saying to me, the conversation you're having is much deeper than I was expecting. Yeah, because the last thing I want is for us to be labeled an IFB basher. I mean, honestly, I still have very good friends that are independent Baptists. There's nothing wrong with independent Baptists. Where I find is the legalism that is found in those is that what we're calling out, what we're talking about, and uh, we just simply want to help. We want to encourage, and we want to challenge those people that are in that. And that's that's why our mission is that we exist to help and encourage those whose lives have been negatively affected by legalism in the church and to challenge those who promote tradition over scripture. I mean, that's why uh, that's our foundation right there. Right. So to get caught up in bashing would be actually to sin against our mission statement. It's complete and, opposite. And, and none of us want to do that. As a matter of fact, I hope that we will challenge one another and hold one another accountable to be true to that mission statement. That's good. And we want to hear your story. We we are blown away. When we say we're blown away, we are literally every day getting tons and tons of emails and Facebook messages and phone calls uh, for folks calling us and texting us and letting us know uh, that they are a recovering fundamentalist and sharing their story of hope, sharing their story of finding uh, life after legalism. One of the things that we're finding is that a lot of people, when they leave legalism, they just shut it completely off because they don't know how to find that balance. And so we want to hear from you. You can email us. Uh, you can call us. We now have a phone line set up. It's 706 876 
RFP. That's 706 876 2737. And when you call that, uh, you can leave a voicemail for us. Uh, there's also an option on there where you can press one and uh, allow us to have the opportunity to share that on the air um, in your voice, where we're not just telling your story. We want you to have a voice um, and uh, share that. 706 876 2RFP. And uh, let us know your story there. I'm real excited about uh, next week as you share your story, Brian. And uh, hopefully, yeah, Nate will be back in the studio with us by then. If anybody sees hey. Nate, tell him we're recording next week and we need him. <laughs> yeah, we'll find him by then. And, and you know, JC, I just wanted to mention one more thing just, just quickly. Um, I think also we're realizing by the correspondence we're receiving that this is bigger. Legalism is bigger than an independent fundamental Baptist issue. 1,000%. We're hearing from people who experienced legalism in the Pentecostal church and even people who experienced legalism in the church of Christ. And so what we're seeing is that this is much bigger than, than just a little tiny box. Uh, I think what we're going to find is there's a, there's a lot of people who are going to want to call that phone number. A lot of people who are going to want to send in uh, on that email address and let us know that their background is not our background. And yet they were exposed to legalism in the same way we were. And so hopefully we'll find Nate and uh, we'll get all of that, all of us rounded up and we'll be able to have that conversation. That's good. And I think the other thing, Brian, is, is we are pastors. And so we want to help. I mean, all three of us are pastors coming around, having this conversation. And so we don't want to just share the problem, but we also want to help you get to recovering and, and sharing stories of, of hope, of, of life after this thing called legalism. And uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to continue to grow. Um, on the off weeks that we don't have an episode, we have the RFP Extra, uh, which is going to be either a sermon from one of us. It could be uh, a topic of conversation that we have that's a little bit off from an episode. Um, Brian, you brought up a great idea about doing some Q&A, maybe even going back into an episode and kind of answering some hard questions uh, that we just talked about at an episode. Um, so that RFP extra is uh, something that we may even Google. I'm excited excited about that show there. <laughs> I, I think it would be a blast if maybe even for the next RFP extra, some of the people who are listening right now would maybe send in some questions that they might have. And, hey, we'll be honest if we don't have the answer. But if we do have the answer or we can speak truthfully and authentically to their question – Think about how awesome it would be yeah. to be able to just give answers to questions because there's life in that. Yeah. I tell you something that I would love to do for an RFP extra, and we can start this now. The craziest thing you've ever heard at a church business meeting. And we just do a whole RFP extra <laughs> on the craziest things you've heard at a church business meeting. <laughs> well, that would hey, be a fun episode. Yeah. We want to give a couple thank yous. We talked about these guys last time, but I just don't feel like we gave them enough credit. Um, there is a whole army of people, if you will, that have really helped Recovering Fundamentalist Podcast get off the ground, and uh, we are sitting at, at, at thousands of downloads on that first episode, and none of that would be possible without uh, these folks behind the scenes. Brandon Langford uh, created our logo and our artwork, and uh, this guy is absolutely one of the most talented graphics designers and uh, I, I just I cannot talk about Brandon Langford's artwork enough and uh, look him up on social media Brandon Langford and then uh, Justin Knight 
uh, Brian, you've got to meet Justin Knight someday. This guy is an incredible fella uh, who is doing the behind the microphone work. He is the real MVP. Uh, he is making sure the website's working. He's got the phone line up now. Uh, he's making sure the the uh, podcast is hitting on every major podcast outlet. Justin Knight mm-hmm. is the brains Amazing. behind the episode. This guy is incredible. Cowboy Kyle uh, cannot say enough incredible things about Cowboy Kyle. His editing and mastering and uh, just making the intro and the outro. Uh, this guy is a big time DJ on a local radio station, but he is uh, giving us his talents for the RFP, and uh, I'm excited about that. Sean Whitfield and Clint Powell here at Whitfield Media Group and uh, for the studio. Uh, you do not start a podcast at a studio this nice. I guarantee you that much, and so that, we're excited. That studio is a that studio is a Bentley. It, it's, sec- <laughs> it's second to none. I can guarantee you that much. So, Brian, I'm excited about hearing your story next week, and uh, hope you have we're a great week. And if you see Nate, tell him to call me. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find him. As a matter of fact, I know how to find him. I think my wife has Carrie's phone number, oh. so I'm sure we can get in touch with him. <laughs> there we go. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Recovering Fundamentalist Podcast. Be sure to join us next Wednesday as we hear Brian share his story. All right, God bless. Y'all have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Be sure to stop by our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a follow. Also, go to our website, recoveringfundamentalist.org. That's recoveringfundamentalist.org. There you can find Recovering Fundamentalist swag. You can get your t-shirts and hats. You can join our ex-fundy community. See where we're going to be having some meetups. It's the recoveringfundamentalist.org. Be sure to join us next time for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast.